0: what is up everybody welcome into tide talk live stacy blackwood joined as always by my good buddy jake thomas on this tuesday
1: evening here in north alabama jake what's up buddy how you doing doing great man uh seems to me like there's a big ball game this weekend i can't really pinpoint what it is oh wait Thursday, saturday and october that's exactly what it is that's what we're going to talk about tonight so i'm excited man a good good to be here yeah no doubt about it uh
0: Big, big game Jake uh, revenge seeking in the yeah. in the minds of the fans i'm sure i'm not sure how much the players uh, play into that but uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun diving into this matchup it's a really interesting matchup if you look at these two teams and, and of course we'll talk all about that here in just a second but uh thank you thank you for tuning in tonight on the live show skip uh Ricky Bonnie good to have you guys as well mm-hmm. uh so yeah if you're if you're watching right now jump in the chat and let us know your thoughts uh, give us a roll tide. Uh, we'll, we'll love to interact with you there uh, in the live chat. And if you're watching the the post-recording of this, make sure you do jump to the comment section as well and give us your thoughts on the matchup this weekend. But uh, if you're not already, please do like, share, and subscribe today. Uh, we are presented by BetUS and Latourn Watches. We'll talk about those guys here in a little bit. But uh, excited, Jake, for this matchup. Uh, this is one of the best uh, rivalry games uh, in the SEC. And uh, it's always fun when these two get together, and especially after what happened last year in Knoxville. Right. Uh, this one seems to have a little bit uh, more uh, anticipation uh, building up to the
1: matchup on Saturday. Yeah, man. And you know, we, with the uncertainty of how the schedule is going to lay out, lay out next year. We don't know if we're still going to have three permanent opponents or we're just going to keep one. So, I mean, this game right here has got a lot of significance if we only go to one, because we're probably going to lose this, this rivalry uh, moving forward. except you know, every other year, but it's just going to kind of lose its luster. But, I fully expect that if they do go to three, we will keep this one. Of course, Auburn and LSU, I, I would imagine. But uh, yeah, it's it's a big game. Um, you know, Tennessee fans, you know they uh, they kind of got big head after winning the first game in like sixteen years, fifteen years, and you know they they think they're they're really good now and they're gonna beat us again. But you know, <laughs> I feel like. You know, if, if we play our game like we know we can, we can win this game easily.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. And before we dive into our keys keys to victory, Jake, um, there, there's one thing that's really stuck out to me when I got to looking at this Tennessee team here in 2023. They have played only one game out of the state of Tennessee this year so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That was at Florida and we all know what happened there. You yeah. know, Florida beat them pretty handily if we're being honest. They they slowed down that rushing attack for Tennessee and was able to wear them out over four quarters. So, uh just one game so far this season and we're at, we're over the halfway point now. Uh where they have been outside of the state of Tennessee. They they opened up uh with Virginia and Nashville, so basically a home game uh and then every other week besides playing in Gainesville, they've been in the confines of Neyland Stadium. So, uh, this is really, you know, we, they don't really have a lot of experience. This this version of the, of the Tennessee Falls on the road in a hostile environment.
1: So uh, that that's just kind of an inter- interesting side note. It is interesting. I, I didn't realize that. And you got to think about. It. They also get Georgia at home this year. So yeah, I mean this this is their biggest test away from home. You know, so yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna be a challenge. I feel like you know for them because uh, they're they're a different team than they were last year. You know, Joe Milton's a totally different quarterback then and Hooker and and the defense that they played against last year is a totally different defense this year.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that that's that's for sure and and that that'll be part of the conversation in keys to victory and uh before we get into that uh there was another point I wanted to make about uh, th- their schedule, Jake, and um you know they haven't really looked dominant against some of these other teams either, Jake. Right. I mean, they they've been a lot like Alabama as far as Kind of left a lot to be desired. You, you know they have the capability of being a really good team. They just haven't showed it on a consistent basis. So, uh, really, really, uh, really interesting matchup uh, happening in Tuscaloosa this weekend. So, uh, looking forward to kind of diving into all the details of that and uh, what we're looking forward to the most in that matchup. But uh, Jake, uh, as I guess it's a good time to jump into keys of victory if nobody else has. And by the way, Trina, is that how you say that? Uh huh. Twenty five hundred miles away. In northern Canada, that is awesome. Thank yeah. you for tuning in, Trina. By Absolutely. the way, the, the comp, the what I my, my nine to five I that I work at, we actually just got bought out by a Canadian company. So I don't know if you're they're called Linamar, but or it's an auto automotive manufacturer, but um, that's kind of interesting. But hey, y'all, thanks for the show, Roll Tide. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank Good you, to have you here. Yeah, uh, yeah, if you're in the chat right now, give us a roll tide let us know where you're watching us from. and. And as we dive into all these topics that you can see there on, on our lineup for, for tonight, uh, give us your thoughts on all those as well. Um, Jake, let's just jump into keys to victory, buddy. Um, when Alabama has the football, what do they need to do to be successful against Tennessee?
1: I sound like a broken record now, but I feel it's a guy to protect Jalen Monroe, you know, especially on passing situations. I mean, we, we, you know, we, we have talked to a are in the face about how we feel like Caden Proctor is is going to be that guy, but we can't say he's a he's a you know a freshman, even though he is, but he's had plenty of experience now. If he can't get it done, you gotta find somebody else. And then we put in Elijah Pritchett and he kind of he kind of had an okay day when he was in, you know, last week. So we've got to figure out a lot of tackle position and fast if we're going to have any kind of success moving forward, even past this game.
0: Yeah, and Tennessee's got the third best, uh, yeah. third, third most sacks in the country, uh, so it's it's going to be a tough test uh, for, for those guys up front. But the one thing I've noticed about this has kind of been uh, something that's kind of carried throughout the Nick Saban tenure. If you, you just, just go, we'll just keep it in, in recent memory. Um, against Georgia in the 2021 SEC Championship game, yeah. I mean. That was right after Alabama. I think gave up. Was it like seven s- sacks to Auburn? Yeah, a, a, absolutely. A bad Auburn team. Yeah, and then they go in and play Georgia, and Georgia barely touched Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. I mean, barely ever touched him. Yep. So it's and then you, you look at a couple of weeks ago against A and M. Uh, you know, as far as the pass protection goes, they were really good. I know there was some sacks, but uh, most of them were on Milro. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so it just seems like they kind of rise to the occasion. And and I don't want to say they play to the level of their competition. I just feel like if they feel like they're being doubted against a, an opponent that has some really good playmakers that they're going to be going against, it seems like they kind of rise to the occasion and, and play, you know, kind of what we're expecting them to play like. So if that can transition to Saturday, Jake, and they can kind of negate the pass rush that Tennessee has, uh that, that will obviously go a long way in determining the success of the album offense.
1: Yeah, I agree, Stacy. And you know, I, I feel like we, we showed some, some some signs running the ball last week. I feel like our running game is starting to come along just it, it's just been, been slowly coming along, but I feel like it's is getting there. Uh and I really feel like if we start establishing a run early, it's going to open up some of those play action deep shots that, that Miller loves to throw. So, uh, you know, and I'm not sure, you know, Tennessee's secondary is that great. So, you know, we we I feel like the number one thing that we've got to keep Milrow, you know, off the ground if we're going to have any success, especially this defensive front that they have.
0: Yeah, and, and it's important mm-hmm. that Milrow sees the, the blitz is coming pre-snap. He he knows where he needs to go, where his hot route at, is at. Mm-hmm. Cannot hold on to the football too long so it's it's not just the offensive line it's 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 the defensive or the Jalen milro uh you know being able to to see what the the defense is doing and get rid of the football as quickly as he can but so it's it it's it's all those things all the above if if uh if if you're looking at it from that perspective but um you know when i look at keith's victory for the offense jake it's just i i want to see just consistency right they just I don't know what the pro I don't know what the problem is, Jake. It's just the Arkansas game is a perfect example. You're out. Tw- 21 first half points. Uh, you know, they, they did struggle a little bit in the running game early on, mm-hmm. but the passing game was there, and then the running game started clicking in the third quarter. Then they kind of abandoned it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they can't get out of their own way, Jake. And it, it's yeah. not that's not just on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, You go back, Arkansas got back in that game because of penalties on the defensive side of the ball. So it's just Alabama just got to stay out of their own way. They are their own worst enemy right now, Jake. And and I just want to see them play a complete game where there's no mental mistakes. Mm -hmm. No, you know, you're going to turn the ball over every once in a while. It's just the nature of the game. But play clean. You know, Mm -hmm. don't have pre-snap penalties. Don't. You know, when when you're going to kneel, kneel on the ball to end the game and you get a false start, that's – and they get a false start because Jesse McClellan is trying to calm Jermaine Burton down because he can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> I
1: know it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let your play do the talking. Right. Look, I, I like I, – I don't mind a little bit of chirping. But mm-hmm. when you're chirping, when you're taking a knee and it causes you to have a false start. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a loser play. That's not a winner's play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I just want to see this offense and, and really the entire team play play clean, play smart, don't hurt themselves, don't shoot themselves in the foot, and, and just play to that Alabama standard of, of of doing all the things right, all the little things right.
1: Yeah, I agree, Stacey, 100%. Um, I saw an interesting stat um, over, uh, over the weekend, I think it come out Sunday or Monday, uh, but, um, you know, ever since Miro has pretty much got benched in that third game against uh, South Florida, you know, he's, he's finally coming to his own a little bit. He only has four interceptions on the year. Caleb Williams, who's also a Heisman candidate or was also has four on the year. So I feel like Miro is getting better each and every game. I'm not saying he's at Caleb Caleb Williams level yet, but I feel like he's getting better and, and he's starting to, to make better decisions, um, you know, when when he's trying to find somebody to to get open,
0: it's yeah, open. but he's got to get rid of the ball, Jake. He does the the, the taking the sacks or or even when he runs around and then decides to run out of bounds, mm-hmm. that counts as a sack and you lose yards, right? And you cannot mm-hmm. get behind the chains, and so that that those are stuff. I mean he's 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 in starting six seven games by now. He's got to get out of that. It's time to get out of that. Uh, I, I'm I'm guaranteeing the coaches are not saying, "Hey, run out of bounds after you run backwards five yards." Right. Yeah. He's got to get rid of the football, Jake, and quit putting the offense in bad situations. And and you know, there's just a lot of problems—not problems. There's a lot of of small things that this offense does that that is preventing them from reaching their true potential. Mm-hmm. If they would cut down on the self-inflicted negative plays. Right. Just think what this offense could do. Mm-hmm. If if Jalen could cut down on the on the taking the needless sacks and just throw the ball away and it'd be second and 10 sure. instead of second and 16. Mm-hmm. Or instead of being third and four, it's third and eleven because you take a needless sack. Eliminate those plays. Eliminate the pre-snap penalties. Uh, you know, get a hat on a hat in and, and, and when when teams blitz, you got to be able to communicate and get those calls right. Yeah. That's on Milrow. That's on Seth McLaughlin. That's on all those guys up front. So, it's just about taking care of the things that you can control. I mean, it's hard enough to beat teams straight up. <laughs> but you make it even more difficult when you put yourself in, in bad situations. So, just clean up those plays, those self-inflicted wounds, and this offense will be in pretty good shape.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I love Brit's comment here. He, they, Alabama is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde football team this season. They play great one week and terrible, and they look terrible the next. You know, I don't just... even think it's a week to week thing. I think
0: it's a six minute uh, stretch mm-hmm. to six minute stretch. Yeah. It's it's insane. I mean, they they they, they should have routed Arkansas, uh, guys, and and they just they didn't. And look, Alabama still got a good football team. That they, they're more than capable of running the table. And I'm including the SEC championship, the playoff, mm-hmm. and all of it. They're good enough to do all that because they got a great defense, and they have a dynamic player. At quarterback, does he do some things that you make you want to throw something at the television? Yes, mm-hmm. but he's a dynamic player with a big arm, and also Jake. I, I don't know how often we have to say it, but when and and I and this is one reason why I can't be overly critical of Milrow. <laughs> he's basically playing with one arm time behind his back, Jake. Right, right. What's his? I mean, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to figure out. It doesn't take Bill Belichick to know what what Jalen Milrow does best.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, we don't do it,
1: right? Yeah,
0: and, and I'm like, not I, yeah. I'm not even saying the, the read option because you know for all we know maybe he's not good at, at at reading the read option, right? Or the or the RPO style stuff. Maybe that's not really his his niche, but. You can still run QB power. You can still run QB counter stuff that Arkansas does with KJ Jefferson to kind of get an extra blocker out in front of him because he's 6'2", 220, big, strong, fast. I mean, two or three of those a game, Jake, and it changes the way the opponent
1: has to play you defensively. I agree, and that's the that's the second thing I was going to bring up was about you know the game plan. It seems like you know the game plan like t- a couple weeks ago we had a game plan. That Jermaine Burton, we're going to go to him, and we went target him twelve times. Last week we targeted him three times. You know, yeah. there's no consistency and no rhythm in in the game plan. It seems like so far offensively.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, and, and I don't want to blame Tommy Reese either because right. Jake Nick Saban has the final call. You're right. I mean that's you know if if Nick Saban wanted Miller to be running, he'd be running by now. Yeah. So for what I don't know what the reason is, I don't know if they don't want to take a risk of him getting hurt. If they, but if, but, but then why playing? Right. I mean, you're you are taking away his greatest asset when you don't allow him to run the football on design runs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Todd uh, Watts told us the same thing tonight. Yeah, I'm right. just, I'm assuming as far as you know, Milrow playing with the one arm tied behind his back. You know, I I just mm-hmm. can't. And, and you know I, I voiced my concerns on Milro, but I can't be overly critical when 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 we're not when i say we when Alabama's not doing their best to put on display what he does best
1: right
0: so i am not going to be overly critical of the guy I mean yeah. he's basically playing like it's a day, which is not you know where he can't be hit yeah but but he still takes sacks but uh oh. <laughs> Some but, uh, of them
1: needless and some of them are, you know. Yeah, I mean, so
0: it's – I would say, I don't know. I, what, they've been sacked – he's been sacked about 30 times. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say it's probably half and half. Half yeah. on the offensive line, half on him. I think that's right. honestly probably fair.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, he said that concerning Melrose. Yep. Well,
0: hey, I would – I don't want you all to do it right now, but I would uh, let everybody know to go to head over to Bama, Bama Standard so you all can check out what Tyler Watts had to say. About yeah, that. I'm sure. I'm sure that's interesting. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh Jake, defensively for Alabama in, in this matchup against Tennessee, to me, it's obvious what they need to do. If you look at this Tennessee team this season, it's not like it was a year ago with Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt and all those guys out wide. Uh, it's a different type of, of volunteer offense, and I think you got to give Josh Heupel some credit for this, Jake. He's he has a totally different. And, and look, running the football was important last year. But that's what they do this year, Jake. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's their offense. You know, Joe Milton has, has kind of struggled to be consistently accurate with the football this year. Just like most people who had watched him before had seen, he, he he'd always struggled with 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 being consistent in, in his accuracy, but. Their they're rushing attack, Tennessee is, is one of the best r- rushing football teams that I've seen this year, Jake. I think they're sixth in the country in, in, in rushing yards per game, a little over 200 yards per game. So they got they got three backs that are all capable. So um, to me, the key for Alabama's defense is, is I, I think you just need to hold Tennessee to a minimum of 50 yards under their season average and total rushing yards. I think if Alabama can do that, you set yourself up for for
1: for a lot of success in the game. Yeah, I agree. If you get you know you get them in a a couple of like third and long situations, I don't think they're they're the type of team that can that can you know re- recover from that and and get that get that seven eight yard gain to to uh, move the chain. So uh, you know I feel like the defense line is going going to play play a big part. Do not let you know Jawar Small get into the second level. And right. uh, you know if he you hit him at the line of scrimmage, make sure you bring him down. Tight, tight deals.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's this whole game is going to be predicated on what Tennessee can do on the early downs because, like you mentioned, Jake, if you can get Joel Milton into third and six or longer, then uh, you know I, I think all for the most part that's gonna that's going to be a recipe for success for Alabama because you got guys. I'm sure Malachi Moore is going to be back this week. You got Caleb Downs, Arnold. Kool Aid, you know, you got all those talented players in the back end, and then you you think about what Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell and those guys can do as far as putting pressure on Milton. I think you could, if you can force them into some long third down situations, you can you can maybe get a couple turnovers that really turn the game in Alabama's favor.
1: Yeah, I agree. And the Deont- and uh, Deontay Lawson has just been a a monster this year, and and he's really stepped up as a leader. I think uh, Trez Marshall talked about that today about how his leadership skills uh, has has been great for the for the team you know uh so Lawson man he's he's such a great athlete and I'm glad he's he's finally healthy enough to get back on the field cuz I feel like we need him you know this week yeah I want to get to the chat real quick uh, yeah. Joe Will says when the Bama spread
0: game came, mm-hmm. when the Bama spread I think it came Cam- out I was confused yeah. But I think it's about right. Bama boys will be ready for revenge Saturday. I, I was I was in the exact same boat, Joe. When I saw it was like nine and a half, ten. I'm like, man, that seems okay. a little high. But then I got to thinking, you know, that's really about right. I mean, you got to think home field's going to give you three to six points, mm-hmm. and then I think, you know, if, if Tennessee plays their A game and Alabama plays their A game, Alabama's about a four to five point. Maybe six point better team than than t- Tennessee. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would I think ten points is about right. I and and uh, you know we'll save our score predictions for for the last segment. But I, I'm I'm with you, Joe. I, it was surprising at first, but the more I thought about it, it it's it's really about right on.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bama Sanders said, keep in mind that Tennessee's success against the run versus a came without Walter Nolan and Adrian Cooper playing for the Aggies. Uh yeah, I arguably don't think their two best front seven players yeah we don't have anybody out I don't think on the front seven mm-hmm. we have everybody he- healthy Silba says uh what's up guys revenge week. yes revenge for sure fair phrase a journey song anyway
0: any way that win it that's the way yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah. you know look you know we, we we're talking about revenge that's being mentioned a lot in the chat and you know revenge is is a good thing. And it's like, it's like in moderation, right? Because if, if you let revenge be what dictates you, you know, it's, it, it, it can quickly turn from your passion to your poison. You know what I mean? So like it's, revenge is not always a great thing, but, uh, I do think it, what happened last year is in the back of the minds of the players. And I think they'll use that as, as a little bit of extra motivation, not the main motivation, but just a little bit extra.
1: Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Caitlin said, "I feel like we can have it. We can't have it all. We get a great offense, a horrible defense. Now we got to struggle, struggle on offense or killing on defense." You know.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's a it's like somebody mentioned earlier. It's a Jekyll and Hyde type thing, and yeah. the the offense has shown the capabilities of being really good. It's just about being consistent. And defensively, uh, we've talked about it every show. They're they're good enough to win a championship. That album's defense is a national championship-worthy defense. And, my gosh, I hate to even bring up this, this guy's name, but Big Game Boomer on Twitter. I don't oh know if you saw gosh. that. His top 50 defenses, album was like 16th or something.
1: Yeah. I'm like What?
0: <laughs> you know, I, people like that, look, I, I want everybody, I want people to be successful in life. But when people are just blatantly – Doing stuff that they know is not true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There ain't no way there's sixteen better def- fifteen better defenses than Alabama's. No, No chance. So I I just I this for some reason that popped in my mind when I because I saw that earlier today and I'm like, good grief! Like I used to follow the guy, but he's gotten worse. Like he he used to be like halfway serious about it, and I think he took the hey I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna I don't know. He just yeah, it gets on my nerves. Yeah, Uh, Jolke is here. She said I'm here. Uh, George Scott. George Scott. uh, Scott's uh, thirty-one to thirteen. That that would be great. That's I would almost call it a blowout. (laughs) I would love that. Yeah. Um, He also says that Alabama's number one in the nation in PFF grade for defenses. Yeah. I mean, I look, I'm not saying Alabama's got the best defense in the
0: country, but I think you can make the argument. Yeah. They definitely ain't 16th best.
1: <laughs> no. Uh,
0: Alabama's second-team defense is probably 16th best.
1: Right. Uh, the syllabus says he's got 34-17 and our best performance so far this year. I would love that. Have we hit a 30-burger yet this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. We got – 26 against a we got 24 against – I think just oh, once. Just once, yeah. Middle Maybe Tennessee. Against, yeah, Middle Tennessee. That's the first game of the year.
0: I, I, I don't remember.
1: That would be crazy. Yeah. Thinking about going from scoring 40-50 a game now to barely getting 30. And I'd say, but. Thankfully, but, hey, I don't, I don't know if you notice this, Jake. Across the board,
0: scoring is down in college football.
1: It is. It is. You're right. Across the board. I
0: think mm-hmm. I think over the past two seasons, scoring has has dropped like almost five points a
1: game overall in college yeah. football. Unless you're in the patch well where they play no defense and they score, you know, 36 to 40 points a game. Oh, we did score 40 on Mississippi State. That's right. I knew there had to be That's another. right. Yeah, we did. That Mississippi
0: State game – even though it was just a couple of weeks ago, that seems like forever ago. It does, don't
1: it? It is crazy.
0: All right, we kind of got off the rails there. Jake, players yep. to watch in this game, and we want to hear from you guys in the chat as well. Uh, give us some players to watch uh, Saturday, uh, both offensively and defensively. Jake, let's let's start on the offensive side of the football. Who are you watching this week against Tennessee?
1: Uh, I'm going to go back to another guy. I picked him earlier in the year. Um he he hasn't been involved much. I think he had a pass like a pass reception last week. But tomorrow Mark I, like I feel like he needs to get going a little bit in the passing game. Uh, I mean, like they have mentioned, he is a a defensive nightmare uh, mismatch. So uh, I feel like we got to get him going in that in that passing attack and uh, start seeing success through him because I really feel like he's he's a talented player.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, an easy answer. I'm just watching whoever's playing left tackle. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching whoever's mm-hmm. playing left tackle, whether it's Caden Proctor or Elijah Pritchett. Uh, that's that's what I'm going to be watching for because I trust, I trust that if Milro is given time, he's mm-hmm. going to make a play. And I like what the mm-hmm. Bama Center's saying here, Justice Haynes. That's mm-hmm. the guy. That's actually who we who I went with last week because I thought that last week was going to be when we first started seeing him get some reps with the first team and meaningful snaps. And it, and he did. He got he he played a, a couple series. Uh, had a couple nice runs. So I, I'm with you there. I think mm-hmm. it's time for him to, to show up and show out as well. But yep. uh, I, I, like I was going with that though, Jake, if Milro and this and, and the skill position players have opportunities to make plays, I think they're going to make plays this weekend. I really do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree, Stacey. I'm, you know, I'm excited about this matchup and I feel like, you know, that the team, like we mentioned, is better than Tennessee, and we just gotta go out there and play all four quarters to to prove it. Yeah, no doubt. All right, defensively, Jake, who who you, who you got your eye on, buddy? Uh, I'm gonna go with Malachi Moore. You know, he didn't get to play last week because because of cause the injury. I feel like, you know, having having the the guy who calls the plays in the backfield, we you know we've been we played a really good secondary last week. It's just you know you could you could see missing him how how it kind of fed the team late especially third and fourth quarter. You know, he he really attacks the run real hard. And, uh, you know, he, he's always at the line of scrimmage, it seems like, whenever he's – and he's pressuring the quarterback too. So I feel like getting him back is going to be a difference maker this week uh, on the defense side.
0: Yeah, and he plays a big part in, in stopping the run as well as, mm-hmm. at his star position. So uh, it'll be really important that he plays well. I'm excited to have Malachi back. I think yeah. he's – I think even though he's not the best player on albums defense, he's the most valuable player for Alabama because of of just his, excuse me, his versatility, his experience. He's just got a knack for being around the football. So excited to have Malachi Moore back. And Mm -hmm. uh, Bama Standard took mine. I was going with Tim Keenan. (laughs) Uh, We need our big guys up front on the defensive line to play well. They need to play their best game of the season to stop the run of Tennessee. Jake, if they stop the run of Tennessee and make it – look, you go back to that Florida game. Florida had Tennessee to thirty rush attempts for hundred yards. Right. If Alabama can duplicate that, they will win this game by at least fourteen points. So, yep. it's important that Tim Keen, Justin Aboy, Bejahim Otis, uh, JC, I'm not JC Latham, uh, Dallas Turner, uh, Chris Braswell, that they all play well and stuff the run, set the edge. If you're if you're Braswell or Turner, and if you're on the interior, make plays in the backfield, get those tackled for loss. And make Joe
1: Milton beat you in the passing game. Yeah, I agree 100%. Stacy and and I love you know I, I go back and watch uh, much like you do the the after the game's over we go back and watch it. it, you know it seems like Tim Keenan is is finding ways like it's almost like every play he's in the backfield, and and there's a couple of times where he's been double teamed and still has made his way in the backfield. So, you know he he you know, we talked about beginning of the season how we feel like the defensive guys need to take if they take up two blockers, somebody's gonna be free to rush the quarterback. And he's taken up two guys almost every play. And he's still finding ways to get back to the backfield. He's he's had a resurgence year and and I'm I'm happy to see it because he's he's one of the most consistent guys on the defensive front, along with, along with Tim Smith Smith, his reassurgence as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. The 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 play of a boy B Keenan, mm-hmm. uh Tim Smith and Jaheim Otis have been huge for Alabama's defense this season. Uh the mm-hmm. syllabus says is Malachi back in the lineup. Yeah, he actually dressed and and participated in all the pregame warm up last week and probably could have played uh if
1: if they absolutely needed him to. Yep. Okay. Um uh, Bammer Standards said Malachi is back. Tim uh Tyler Watts confirmed it on our show, so that's awesome.
0: Good deal. Good to have Malachi back. Been yeah. been one of our favorite players since he committed to Alabama several
1: years ago. So, yep. Um, that's back when we kind of first started our show. I guess. Yeah, it, it is it's crazy. If we started out just you know talking on you know through our phones. Now we're on <laughs> here. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, times have changed for sure.
0: Yeah. All right, Jake. Bold prediction time. Mm. This All is right. I, this is like my favorite thing to do because. First of all, they hardly ever happen. but it's, <laughs> I know
1: it's a, a bold prediction
0: for a reason. Give mm-hmm. me your bold prediction for
1: the game, Jake. Uh, I think uh, Alabama slows down uh, Tennessee's you know run rushing attack, and they force Milton to try to try to beat us over the top. And we have I'm going to say we have two two or three interceptions this week, and one of them is going to be a pick six. So I'm uh, I'm going to take. That's my bold prediction for the so week. multiple interceptions and mm-hmm. one pick six. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. I think if there's multiple interceptions in a pick six, it, that game's probably pretty ugly. Yeah. Right. And in sure. and, and Alabama's a favorite. Right. Yep. All right. Since you went with a bold prediction on the defensive side of the ball, I guess I'll go with something on the offensive side of the ball. Alabama will have a hundred yard rusher. And a hundred yard receiver, nice. And I think that Justice Haynes will be the hundred yard rusher. I hope so. I think I think he's going to bust one. Yeah, I can see it. He's just itching to get on the field, man. I'm telling you, I, and he's he's like one of those guys that any if, if there's a crease, it's over with him or Jam mm-hmm. Miller, the one. Th- those two guys. Not that McClellan's not capable or Roy not capable but for some reason. Jam and 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 just it seems like they have a different gear,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it may be because they haven't had ACL surgery and you know played four years of college football already.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: yeah. My bold prediction is the album fans win the ball game. They storm the field, tear down the goalposts, <laughs> and throw it in the river. <laughs> well, uh, I think mine and Jake are both more than likely to happen uh, simultaneously than what yours is, Rick and Bonnie. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you don't see Alabama storming the field. You know that's just one thing that I don't think they've ever done. They might. I'd be so done. embarrassed if they did that. I know. Yeah, I mean, storming the field. You just watched them win their game the other night, and they were the they. I think they was ahead in the polls, and they still rushed the field. How did they be? I've Oregon? never,
0: I've, I've I'm never, right. I've never right. understood rushing the field to tear down your goalpost.
1: <laughs> and then I mean, the next, your own goalpost, right? And they threw it in the river and the next day they was asking, you know, people for donations to get a goal because they got to have it for, next, you know, the next game. I mean, I mean that's what? so dumb. It that is. That is so dumb. I mean, it's like rolling your own yard. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to clean up that mess, you know? Bo Scarborough predicted justice to have a breakout performance like he did in 2016. God, that 2016 uh, performance was so sweet. That was. I hope so. So sweet
0: man that'd be great all right let us everybody let let us know your your uh bowl predictions for the matchup we're fixing to hop into our score predictions real quick uh jake this game and i think i say it every week it's so hard score predictions are so hard because you never know the ebbs and flow how the games are going to be you never know how the officials are going to call the game are they tight do they let them play um you know, you never know, you know, any somebody might get hurt in the pregame. So, there's so many variables that, you know, could happen. But uh, right now, what is your score prediction for Saturday's matchup?
1: I'm going to say 31-17 Alabama. I feel like, you know, they get to 31 and uh, the defense makes a late stop to uh, to keep Tennessee at 17. Yeah, they may be driving the field, but they may get one of their two interceptions, I feel like, on you know, right there. So uh, I'm going to take 31 to 17 Alabama, Road tight, and we smoke them cigars, and it's just going to be a fog in that stadium after the game. <laughs> I love it. I love
0: it. You know, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, and I don't recommend anybody to <laughs> take my advice on betting, But
1: go to BetUS if you do. Yeah, if you do, (laughs) go to
0: BetUS. Actually, click the link in the description below if you want Mm -hmm. to bet on this game or any game.
1: Mm -hmm. Follow
0: that link, and if you follow that link and sign up and make your first deposit, uh, you will receive 125% bonus from BetUS. So make sure Mm -hmm. you do that. But if I was a betting man, I would hammer the under on this game. It's currently at 49. Oh, yeah. I just can't see a scenario where this game – gets to 50 points
1: combined potentially yeah. I just
0: I, I don't I don't mm-hmm. see that I'm, I think it's a little bit slower uh, a lower scoring game. Um, I think Alabama wins this from 28 to 17 Jake mm-hmm. and I, I think that that Alabama yeah. kind of flexes so. their muscles a little bit. They've <laughs> I think they've heard everybody talk about how well they're this far in the season and they hadn't fixed this. they're this far in the season and they hadn't fixed that. I think they flex their muscles, Jake. This team is capable, Jay. They're, they're they're good. That they, that they have all the potential in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I think they flex their muscles against Tennessee, get that revenge win, and like you said, light them if you got them.
1: Yep. Yep, you're right. Do we got who we got after this game? Off week, and then LSU. we got off week, then LSU. So you know, we we get our revenge here. We take a week off, get get prepared for. Probably our next biggest challenge, you know, stopping, you know, Jaden Daniels is nobody's done it yet. That dude's unreal. He is. But at least we got two weeks to to study and look at. Hey, I'll be honest with
0: you. This is kind of a side note. I'm not sure he's not the best quarterback in the country right now. Him and him and the guy from Washington Penix. Yeah, you're right. I'm, yeah, Jaden Daniels is a dude. And they got, they got two receivers, Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas,
1: that are hard to cover. They are. So you know we we'll have another you know yeah yeah for sure yeah, for, let's not get day. too far
0: ahead of ourselves
1: right but uh, Q, Cubans have have a little something extra elbow <laughs> call <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah uh, I'm I'm looking sure. forward to it I I got some
0: I got some right now I'm ready I'm I'm, I'm ready to light it up so yeah hopefully Alabama can take care of business at home on Saturday get that revenge win. Improved to seven and one, and what five and zero oh in SEC play, Jake.
1: Yep, and still and control their own
0: destiny. Controlling their own destiny. It's it's mm-hmm. everything is ahead of them, guy. Ahead of Alabama, and mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, Brock Bowers is hurt right now. Don't know how long he's going to be out. So you never mm-hmm. know what that's going to do to, to Georgia, because I mean, he is he's their dude. So right. we'll kind of see how Georgia handles that. But uh, a lot to look forward to. A lot, lot of good matchups coming up. Alabama-Tennessee, 2.30 on CBS this Saturday. You heard it here. Alabama's going to win this game. Get your cigars ready. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Uh, And Alabama takes back control of the third Saturday in October. But That's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Been a lot of fun to get our preview show out there uh thanks for for all those who watched us live and and Mm join us in the conversation as well and if you're watching the replay of this on youtube make sure you do uh, like and subscribe to the channel and jump in the comments and let us know your thoughts on the matchup between alabama and tennessee on saturday but uh, that's going to do it guys thank you so much for watching we'll be back on saturday for our recap Mm -hmm. until next
1: time roll tide roll tide